Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. You know, I was just thinking about it. I ate a lot of bacon this weekend, and I'm, uh, I feel really good about it. Sandwiches, or, or what are we talking? Uh, no, just like bacon out on a plate. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Wendy, Wendy made it on Saturday. No, I got home from, what did I have to do on Friday? I had to meet somebody. And then I got home from Starville. That was bacon at the house, just out on a, you know, if there's leftover bacon, she just leaves it right there by the stove. Yum. So I ate some, but Saturday she cooked some more and I probably smashed every bit of eight pieces. You're doing pretty well then. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I may have to start watching my weight again, even, you know, cause I, I, I went on a good run there after the Dominican where I didn't eat for a week. Um, <laughs> And I was just on a on a Tito's and um, you know cold beer diet, but uh, maybe a croissant every other day. But <laughs> I think I've gotten back up now, and I need to uh, I need to be careful, kind of where I am. You what know? are you uh, creeping into the one sixty? Not well, maybe now I don't know. Yesterday, for the first time, I weighed, and I was at um, one fifty four and change. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's where you like to sit, right? Yeah, but I felt like I was like 158. <laughs> but I, I made a huge burger last night um, with with deer meat. Ooh. And I went and got, yesterday I went to that, what's it called? Farmer's Market. Oh, nice. And I got some tomatoes. This is when you know you're old, when you go to a farmer's market. And um, <laughs> what else did I get? Uh, I'm trying to think. I know I got some other stuff. Oh, I got some honey. Um, but we go to the farmer's market every weekend. Yeah. I, have I skipped my 30s? And yeah, my yeah. 40s? dude, you, you didn't skip your 30s. You skipped your 30s, 40s, and 50s. <laughs> so, uh, and maybe that is more of a generational, Um, your generation, not everybody, but your generation is... 
I mean, people that I think that have a little bit of wherewithal about them are more health conscious. Yeah. Right. So that's a good thing. Speaking of the out of bounds show, ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone who helps farmers in Mississippi ag up equipment, right? Ag up.com. Any dealership will help you with your John Deere tractor, whichever one you need, depending on land, hunting camp, farm, powered by John Deere, America's tractor at ag up equipment and ag up.com. Show is also presented by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. We're going to do some giveaways this week because of the Open Championship, the last major of the year. And I'm looking forward to that. Now, I will say this that, you know, when you, you're happy when you see people at a farmer's market. Yeah. It just makes you happy because it's like fresh okra, fresh peppers, fresh tomatoes, raw honey. These are things that we all need to consume on a daily basis. And I put, I put the tomato on my burger, right? And I had some boar's head cheese and it was a, it was a pretty big deer burger for me, but I was, I was hungry. Um, but I'll say this, here's something else that I did. And this scares the hell out of me. This is ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone. I'm your host, Bo bounds. And no, it's not me. that's supposed to scare you. I should not scare you. <laughs> um, well, maybe I can, but, uh, I went to Walmart. Okay. That, is that the scary part? So I only go a couple of times a year. Gotcha. Okay. And I went to Walmart on Saturday morning. All right. It, and I'm in the business of people watching. Okay. <laughs> of course. It's what I do for a living. Like when I go to Lexington, Kentucky tomorrow, I'm going to fly through Atlanta. I'm going to go to Lexington, spend almost three days there. I'm just going to watch people. Then I'm going to come back and tell ridiculous stories. Also, I'm going to put, pick out a Russell's Reserve private barrel selection too. But I go to Walmart. Not everybody, but a lot of it was depressing. Mm. People got to take better care of themselves. One, two, I looked in people's buggies. And did we not learn anything from COVID? Well, there was all processed cheese. Yeah, and, and, you know, Little Debbie's chocolate cakes and chips for days. I mean, a little bit of that's fine. I mean, we we need to buy quality protein, which probably isn't at Walmart, and eat vegetables and do some other things. I mean, did we not learn, you know, the whole vitamin D, zinc, A, C thing coming out of COVID? I mean, it was, it, I saw some, I just, it, it threw me off. It did. And I could get on my, my soapbox. I was trying to find a, a, a vitamin that I was locked in on. Okay. They did not have it. I'm not surprised. But, uh, so Wendy had to order it on Amazon because it, it's actually high quality. And the overwhelming majority of vitamins on the shelf are dog poo-poo. Yeah. And have an absorption rate of about 20% max. So people have been taking you know, crappy vitamins for years. But um, speaking of, I haven't had my athletic greens this morning. It's a little late, but I'm still going to get them in. Next break. You got it. Before bar two. Um, bar two eats healthy. He eats all the game that he hunts. And then he's got a little garden. That You've got a garden. Yeah. What are you going to bring me when they get right? 
in so, the next. Uh, what? 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 I got I, some is jal- it jalapenos. I got some jalapenos coming for you. Okay, I put um, some on my burger last night. Ooh, not fresh. fresh no, cut? I mean they were they were out pickled? of pickled. They were just Wendy bought them in a jar. Okay, yeah. So pickled yeah. jalapenos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I got some. Um, and I, I did have a pickle. Ooh, a nice. Clawson pickle. Nice. I love those. I've been getting. We got. We went to the farmers market in Brandon. There was one on Thursday. Oh, um, and is that like a better one than I went to? No, it was. I don't know the one that you went to. This one was like really small. There was like maybe eight tents. Okay. This one lady, I forgot her name. I'd love to give her a shout out. She made excellent pickles. Okay. And also just had all different types of like heirloom tomatoes, great produce. That's what I love about a farmer's market is small businesses, got to support local and the freshest stuff. Yes. I love that. There's nothing better. I mean, that's where I am now. I roam around a farmer's market on Saturday morning. I don't, I don't know. Which one did you go to? I went to the one on 51. Okay. But I also wanted to know, is there one out in the flora? I live, I, I, I'm in a suburb of Pocahontas. Okay. Okay. Is there a farmer's market in the flora area? There's one. I know or Livingston you, just had a recent one. Okay. I don't know if it's like every weekend, like Got the it. one on say high yeah, street yeah, yeah, yeah. or 51. Right. The, I go to the high street one. Um, and that's where, like, you know, the farmer's market's always been. So people that have been going for 30 years, those that's where they go. High Street. Yeah, High Street. Yeah, yeah, I know all about that. I grew up in Bellhaven. That yeah. one's been there. They sold baseball cards down there, too, in a kind of a uh, a building that looked like um, where you would basically store drugs. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it was pretty dilapidated even then it. Uh, I'm just I'm just guessing 1984. Yeah. Um, but I told you I was a baseball card junkie. It's all I could think about. Of course. Okay. Um, so, uh, I mean, I had to have every Donruss, every Fleer, every Tops. Is that it? Donruss, Fleer, Tops. I think so. But yeah, no, I, I've I've known about the High Street one for, and it's a good one. I need to go back down there. Yeah. I love going down to Bellhaven, um, and doing whatever. So. Um, lose full serve, manship, keepers, all kinds of wonderful Finians, mm-hmm. all kinds of wonderful places around there. I, I finally went to Elvis. I told you that. Yeah, yeah, I had a good experience. I saw Chuck Mullins. NFL Chuck was there. <laughs> he practices law downtown. Uh, we threw away that segment, and I, it was actually my favorite segment of the day. <laughs> we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Make a Boar's Head pizza tonight. Go get some Boar's Head premium meats and cheeses. No GMO or any of that stuff. This is hot. Not some of the stuff in the grocery stores. Not high quality. Boar's head is. And then make a pizza with it. Uh, Day bar two at 930. Day bar two will join us at 930. And this could be even wilder and crazier than we usually Go with part two because uh, he and his buddy Adam have released the, let me read this exactly right, preseason all SEC coaching staff rankings. Let me give you an idea of how this works. Coach rating index, five-star coaches, 90 to 100. All right, 
So you meant, I, I mentioned Philip Montgomery, the quarterback coach at Auburn. He's 94 and a half points. Number one quarterback coach in the SEC. And he's paired with Freeze. So here's the coach rating index. Five stars is 90 to 100. Four and a half stars is 80 to 89.9. Four stars is 70 to 79.9 and then below. And if you look at some of these guys, like Nick Saban is 98.5. That's... Is that good? That's good. Okay. Philip Montgomery, Auburn QB coach, he's 94.5. Offensive line coach, Robert Salee, 88 for Florida. You know, Bartu asked if you, who would you pick off of his first team, second team to be your head coach that's not a head coach? So I can't pick Saban, who's number one head coach. I can't pick Smart, who is the number two head coach. I can't pick Josh Heupel, who is the number one offensive coordinator. I can't pick Lane Kiffin, who's the number two offensive coordinator. So I'm thinking Rob, Rob Salee, offensive line coach at Florida, because that's a very important position. And he's young and he's got a really good resume. Or... Philip Montgomery, like I just mentioned, the quarterback coach at Auburn, 94.5 QB rating. But there was one other guy that I thought I would throw in that I would consider. If I'm an athletic director and I had to hire somebody from the first team or second team, all SEC coaches' rankings. Not a head coach. Jacob Peeler. Hmm. Okay. So jump in the def- the defensive coordinators. Yes. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hire Brad White from from Kentucky, who's listed as the number one DC. Okay. I, I would not and I and again I can't pick a head coach. Saban Smart, Hypo Kiffin. The reason why Peeler would be in the mix is he's a ferocious recruiter. He had success at Ole Miss. And then he went out and called plays for two years at Texas State. And now he's been with Missouri. How he hasn't been hired by a better program, well, again, it goes back to most coaches don't know how to staff. So, you know, it, we're, we're kind of chasing our tail here. But the fact that Jacob Peeler is at Mizzou is unbelievable. He did a great job at Ole Miss. Then he went to Cal, I think. No, Cal, then Ole Miss. And then Texas State as the offensive coordinator, and now he's at Missouri. Joe Moorhead almost hired him. Should have hired him prior to, well, I'm sorry. He should have hired him right when he got hired. He was locked in on him, Jason, in the December before he got fired just a few weeks later. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so he had just beat Ole Miss in the Golden Egg game with the fake P. All right? <laughs> yep. Then, but then he goes to 
at that time, the Outback Bowl, and loses to an Iowa team that couldn't score on MRA or Brandon. <laughs> it's not a shot at either one of those programs. They're both outstanding high school football programs. I, I, let, let me say it another way. An Iowa team that couldn't score on Swanee. Is that better? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. All right. And I don't even know if they still play football, but they were in the SEC at one point, maybe in the 40s. Anyway, the point is, because I think it's the three teams that left the SEC, right? Swanee, Georgia Tech, and Tulane. I think I have that right. But Jacob Peeler is one that I would consider. So it would be Rob Salee. Philip Montgomery, Rob Salee is the offensive line coach at Florida. Philip Montgomery, quarterback coach at Auburn, and Jacob Peeler, the wide receivers coach at Mizzou. That's who I would consider out of this first and second team. Do you think any of those can make the jump next year? No. Hold on. No. I don't think so. No? No. Peeler needs to find an offensive coordinator job. Salee needs to, he's been kind of, he's kind of co-coordinator with Napier. He may could make a jump, Jason. And I don't know if Philip Montgomery missed his, so Montgomery left Baylor and took the head football coaching job at Tulsa and did well early, but then kind of, you know, just, but it didn't work out in the end, mm. but he's a hell of a quarterback coach. Those are the guys that I would look at. As far as if I had to hire a head coach out of the assistant coaches that are on the first and second team. Now, switching gears. Um, he says, no, he lost to Louisville before Joe got fired. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that was, that was it. That's right. That's right. Because Simmons. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Joe Moorhead lost to Louisville in the Music City Bowl. You're right. And then got fired. He lost, he lost, his first year, he lost in the Outback Bowl to Iowa. And wasn't it like the first time in I don't know how many years that a team had negative rushing yards and won the game? Something incredible what Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Sweat and maybe... Braxton, Hoyette, and some of them, they had some good, obviously, Simmons and Sweat, but even second-tier type players on that team. You're right. First year, he lost that game to Iowa in the Outback Bowl. Second year, he lost to Louisville and um, in the Music City Bowl, and then Cohen fired him. That's right. So I had that. Thank you, White Denzel. I had that. I had that wrong. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder at Canon Nissan in Jackson. Canon Nissan in Jackson. Now, the Nissan Pathfinder, then you've got, uh, and that's the SUV. It's all new body style. It's really good looking. Then you've got the Nissan Rogue. It's a really cool crossover with unbelievable gas mileage, powered by Canon Nissan. And you've got the Altima, too. So, all at Canon Nissan on the hill, in Jackson, the Out of Bounds show is driven by the Nissan Pathfinder at Canon Nissan in Jackson. I can't believe that you went to a farmer's market and I went to a farmer's market this weekend. I mean, I feel like we're pretty, you know, we keep up with our body well. 
And so you can't just start shoving cheese whiz. I was wondering when the last time you had cheese whiz was. When was the last time I had cheese whiz? Oh gosh. You know, I don't I don't I don't know. I mean I don't it's not in the house. <laughs> I'm sure my kids had it when they were you know that age of like four to ten. Oh yeah. I, I but I'm I mean I've had like processed cheese on nachos at a baseball game. Right. At the Braves game. Delicious. Yeah, sometimes you got to do that with jalapenos. Of course. Um, But I didn't really do that this spring at Duty Noble. Um, But I have been known to do that at the Braves. And remind me that the Braves are in town next week. For two weeks in a row. Ooh. In Braves. Yeah. Wow. And we got the Open Championship this week with Rory and... Everything going on there. All right, Dave Bartu, if he's up, coming up next. Ranking SEC coaches. Here we go, baby. He'll be on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. All right, crazy man, numbers nerd. We love him. First one to uh, ever have him on the show. Dave Bartu. Dave Bartu on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. They finally dropped the first team and second team uh, all SEC coaches rankings. And um, on 247 Sports, I'm looking at it right now. So he is uh, Matrix Analytical Solutions. That's a lot. We'll, we'll say it's M A S. That sounds very professional. He joins us on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Good morning, Sunshine. We may have lost Dave. We'll call him back. No, uh, I'm here. Oh, okay. Hey, buddy. How are yeah, you? I'm here. I'm here. I was I was just trying to put my headset on. And, uh, <laughs> no, well, you know, I, was, I, was, I got up early. I was out picking cherries. And uh, so... You know, I had to, had to had to ride the tractor back into the house, and I was sitting here trying to put my. I can like, I can hear Bo. Why can't he hear me? Freaking hicks! <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm glad that you've already been out in nature. You know, um, but let's talk about this first and, and second team rankings. Um, you, you you team up with two four seven sports. You released it for mm-hmm. all the Power Five conferences, and you dropped the SEC. And really, the one you teased it on Thursday, yeah. but my one big takeaway, Bartu, is that Nick Saban does not have one assistant on the first or second team, Bartu. Right, and and you know, and we've actually been running this list for years, as you can imagine. We just, you know, having the platform of CBS Sports and two four seven is two four seven is well, who's going to who's going to matrixanalytical dot com to pull up some stupid first and second teams right you know so um you know they 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 gave us the platform for that actually they came and talked to us because they see well this might be the next big thing in college football everybody talks recruiting uh which is 60 65 percent of winning football games why not the other 30 percent which is coaching mm-hmm. um and that's why we've been doing this for 14 years but yeah, you, you you don't have anybody else on there. And if you look, <laughs> what you can't see is uh, what Nick Saban used to have. Look, look at your number two offensive coordinator. 
Lane Kiffin. Right. Look at your number one Big 12 offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian. Right? If he was still calling plays, if we, if, if we knew he was calling plays at Georgia, he'd be the number one D.C. in all of college football. The best D.C. we've had in 20 years. Kirby Smart. You know? And uh, Hold on. Kirby say that again up. for our listener. Kirby Smart Kirby is, Smart. is the, the best the defensive best, coordinator. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the best defensive coordinator uh, in the last two decades. And so we've been keeping track of this. Uh, there is um, there's three big guys. Kirby's Kirby's the big dude. Jim Leonard at Wisconsin. Jim isn't coaching this year. He's sitting one out um, for whatever reason. Uh, and uh, Venables at Clemson. And but Kirby, when you look at just straight defensive scoring efficiency what are the odds of somebody scoring uh how much are they going to score every time that ball is snapped uh kirby has his fingers as a head coach or defensive coordinator in nine of the top 25 seasons in the last 20 years just oh no it's, it's stupid it's stupid it is absolutely stupid so you know when you when you look back at these alabama teams you know if you said hey dave what would this have looked like you know um you know, six years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago, you know, you got you got Lane, you got Sark, um, you know, you you got Smart, um, you know. So there's there's a lot of really good dudes there, and that elite DC, that elite OC, um, quite frankly, has eluded Nick for you know a couple of years now, right? Um, especially on the OC side. I mean, we said it on this show when they hired Bill O'Brien. Look, that guy has not been a good play caller for his career, you know, whether it be in the NFL or in college football, you know, and obviously those things don't universally translate, but still, you know, a, a track record is a track record. And I think that's Nick's big struggle right now. I mean, his his staff is littered with really good guys. When you average them all out, it's a top 20 staff in the country, you know, um, especially when you throw Nick in there because that's the number one graded head coach since 2009. Um, but it, it, it's still, I, I think that's kind of the missing ingredient is, you know, being able to find that elite guy. Georgia, no matter who they hire, they got their elite guy at D.C., right? Even though he's not calling the plays, that elite mind is still overseeing everything. So, you know, Georgia, no matter what happens <clears throat> on the coaching carousel, they got they they got Kirby. Okay, so uh, hold on. Let's stop right yeah. there. Is yeah as great as Nick, Nick Saban is the greatest ever. He's yep. the goat. But right. there is a dip, and we'll see what Kirby does over the next ten to fifteen years. How many he can knock down. But yeah. But the bottom line when you're comparing those two, or when you're just talking about it, no point compare. When you're talking about those mm-hmm. two, is Kirby is an elite play caller. Nick Saban has never, even with all his success, has doesn't have that elite play caller skill under his umbrella or belt, right, or two? Because he's right, never been right. that guy. He, he, yeah, he, he's been an elite hi- guy that hires the staff. He's been the elite recruiter. Sure. Um, he is unquestionably the recruiter. Everybody, you know, he changed the whole game. People trying to catch up with him, I mean, all the way back to LSU. So, um, yeah, he, he, he doesn't have that in his back pocket if you know if if kevin Steele doesn't work out it's not like he can step in and go i'm gonna i'm gonna handle this 
right? You know, where 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 Kirby can really oversee it. So, you know, that's that's probably the biggest point of differentiation maybe between the two, you know, other than just straight longevity. I mean, Nick's been doing it forever. He's proven it over a longer period of time, which is why he's number one in our system. Okay. Well, uh, let's... So we, we hit the fact that Saban does not have an assistant coach on your first mm-hmm. or second team. I right. just think that is crazy. Now, uh, Smart has five guys, I think. Mm-hmm. I just wrote that down, yeah. but I spilled my water in between the break, and we had to throw away some of my notes. Um, water, bourbon, whatever. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, I, so Kirby has five. Mm-hmm. The I tell you what else jumped out at me was the fact that Hugh Freeze can already coach quarterbacks really well, and he hired Philip Montgomery. And not only is Philip Montgomery the number one quarterback coach ranked in the SEC, some of these guys don't have really high rankings to be number one. But mm-hmm. I mean, they've got good rankings. But this guy is ninety four and a half. Talk about how good a ranking that is. Uh, as far as Philip Montgomery, QB coach at Auburn under Freeze, yeah, five for five years as a quarterback coach as a, as a ninety four point five five. I mean, this is you look at some of the other grades that are out there. Look, a guy getting in the nineties that is a five star guy. That is so hard in our system. I mean, you have to everything you have touched has been absolutely rock star. Everything, everything you haven't had a bad year. You've been really consistent. Uh, you know, so, so Phil Montgomery, he's gone through quarterbacks. Uh, he's been a quarterback coach in our system. We've, we have him for five years. He's at a 94.5. Uh, and, you know, you look at some of the other five stars that are in here. Um, these are guys that have had monster careers at their position. The uh, Del McGee at Georgia, 95.8, five-star running back coach. He's been a running back coach for nine years. Never had a bad year. Uh, Glenn Schumann, uh, linebacker coach. Georgia, uh, another five-star guy. Um, you know, even even Kirby and Nick. There's there's your other there's your other five stars. So you you got five five-star coaches in the SEC. Kirby and Nick, you know, unquestionably. Del McGee, everybody knows about him. Schumann at Georgia. We know about the Georgia linebackers and what Schumann's been doing uh, for his career. But you know, the odd man there that people probably haven't even heard of, don't even know he's at Auburn. And not only is he a really good quarterback coach, <laughs> he's not even calling plays yet at Auburn. And when he does, he is a top five play caller in the SEC as soon as um, as soon as Freeze hands over the uh, the reins of calling the plays to Phil. Wow! Can you describe the gap between like how Kirby Smart was rated as a defensive coordinator compared to like? Uh, Pete Golding. Well, Pete Golding or Brad White. I mean, you know, it's uh, Kirby Smart. He, well, he, he he has a better career defensive coordinator number than he has a head coach number. Okay. Number one. Okay. Uh, number two, if he was a D.C. right now, uh, he'd be the number one D.C. in the country. He would be the number three overall coach. You know, so his, his D.C. number would actually go above him. Um as 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 a top coach, and hang on, who would Saban, Dabo, and then Kirby, or what, what am I? Uh, no, 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 that's head coaches. I'm talking about any coach. Got it. Any coach, Got any it. level, right? Got you it. know, I- any of the five star guys. Um, I think the biggest gap is he would be he would be a 
five-star DC uh, at almost 95 would be his grade. Brad White is the number one DC in the SEC right now, and he's at an 82. Um, and when you look at the top, all the top guys uh, currently in the SEC all first team, uh, Brad White is third from the bottom of the first team in terms of his overall grade. So I think the big gap is how far Kirby would be uh, ahead of all the other. There, there, the rear mirror would be blank if he looked in it as a D.C. There is nobody in the SEC as a D.C. And that's and if you look at it, that's really the biggest weakness right. of the SEC is what was once the story that I see here that's most fascinating is what was once a defensive dominant conference has now become an absolutely offensive dominant conference. Everybody on the offensive side has a better grade than the defensive guide that they're facing across the, on these teams. So if you're Ole Miss, are you excited still, though? I mean, you've got the second-best defensive coordinator on paper, yeah, why, according why, why to— wouldn't be, why, why wouldn't you be excited? You know, I, the way I like to try to correlate things is how good of a recruiter you are uh, versus the coaching you have, right? And you look at Ole Miss. I mean, what are we talking? When Texas and Oklahoma arrive, that'll put them, what, number nine recruiter? In the conference, one, two, three, yeah, about number nine recruiter in the conference, you know, with a top two, top three OC, top two, top three DC. Dude, that's really, really good. Um, so the fact that they were able to get Golding, uh, to me, is a, is a really big deal. And I know everybody loves Lane as a head coach, but uh, his play calling for his career has been, I think, pretty underrated. It's been very, very consistent, and he's a four-and-a-half-star play caller, and um, yeah, so, so Ole Miss is, you know, have, has the best OC, best second best DC uh, in, in the SEC right now. Yeah, so Lane Kiffin is, is on the second team mm-hmm. as the offensive coordinator, and Pete Golding is on the second team as both the defensive coordinator and linebackers coach. But he has a yeah. much higher grade as a linebackers coach than he does as a defensive coordinator, if our That's listeners correct. are following. Yeah, that, that's that's correct. Four and a half star linebacker coach, four star defensive coordinator, uh, and yeah, I I think that was a that was a absolutely great get uh, for Lane and Ole Miss. And, and you look at what you know Alabama replaced it. Uh, Alabama replaced him with a defensive coordinator with a with a lesser career grade. Um, you know, I know Steele's had some great years, but man, he's had some down years too. So. That was that was almost kind of a trade. The concern is can Steele still call the defense in today's offense? Uh, and then at linebacker coach, uh, you brought in a guy that um, has been a linebacker coach for one year, doesn't even have a grade in our system. So I, I think from from that standpoint, there was a little bit of a downgrade, at least temporarily for Alabama, while we wait you know three years to grade that guy out. All right. So so the you're talking about the balance offensive coordinators. Um, more talented, higher ranked than defensive coordinators, and the gap is pretty significant right now in the league. Yeah. Yep, it is a very offensive, just like the Pac-12, extremely offensive, heavy um, lean to the the football. All right. Uh, Special teams. You know, you you were talking about this, I guess, yesterday or last week with me. Mm -hmm. Pete Limbo. 
Yep. Yep. E- easy number one there. Um, four and a half star, one of the top uh, special teams coaches in all of football. I I think he's the you know when he when Beamer hired him, that was our best graded guy that he hired. Okay. And uh, he really it really feels like he's been the glue. He was good at Ball State. Nobody knows. People listen like, what's Ball State? Yeah, they play football. Okay, <laughs> they're in the MAC. All right, you know they're 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 one of the cupcakes that everybody complains about the SEC scheduling. That's that's who Ball State is. You know, I what? can hear your fans going, do we play them the second week of September? We'll kick the crap out of them. Yeah, and they're you know? probably on one of these teams. Uh, yeah, here it is. Kentucky starts the year with Ball State. But but let's let's stay with Pete Limbo. Mississippi State uh-huh. and Zach Arnett are trying to find a way to win a, a conference game early just to get, right. you know, look, Zach's new. Um, every win is precious. We talk about it every Monday. Celebrate every win. And when you're the Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, South Carolinas of the world, where you – you you have been able to roll out some pretty damn good teams and have some big wins over the years. You're still in the monster league. So mm-hmm. I, I, th- I just think it's something that Mississippi State fans need to keep an eye on because that could be a close game going into the fourth quarter. And South Carolina has the number one special teams coach, according to your rankings, in Pete Limba. So something to th- yeah. think about. Well, special teams, I, th- I think it's highly underrated by a lot of coaches out there. You know, but it is, you know, but but coaches don't underrate field position. Right. Well, what the hell creates field position, right? So, I mean, special teams is critical in the whole field position discussion. And Pete Lumbo, you know, look, he, he is, he's he's the best coordinator that they have. Their defensive coordinator, uh, Clayton White, solid, okay? Uh, Logan's has, uh, Dowell has never called an offensive play in college football. He was terrible in the NFL, uh, but, you know, and, and, and we'll see if, if it works in college. No, he was terrible in the NFL. Look, dude, he called plays for four years in the NFL. His offensive scoring efficiency uh, is bottom 25% of all OCs this century in the NFL. And his progression, meaning did his offenses get better year over year? No. Three out of his four years, the offense got worse than what he took over. And he is a run-heavy coordinator. When he tries to pass it, things go really bad in the NFL. So, you know, to me, this is a real good test for Spencer Rattler. How good are you? Because he made Marcus Satterfield look really good for one season. Can he do the same thing uh, for Dowell at South Carolina? So, offensively, I think State's going to have the advantage there. The difficulty is going to be Rattler. Uh, Defensively, I think it's going to be pretty even if it's coming down to a close game. Man, you know, these close games, one score, field position, special teams, uh, Limbo might be the guy. Now, there's a guy. If you're, if you're a State or Ole Miss fan, you want that guy out of the conference. I would be suggesting Northwestern hire him all the time in your, in, 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 in your chat rooms and get that name going. <laughs> uh, listen to this. Um, South Carolina ranked number one in ESPN's special teams efficiency rankings in 2022. Um, so as, shocking. As, as the Gamecocks ranked in the top ten nationally in five categories punt returns kick returns net punting block kicks and blocked punts he is the number mm-hmm. one special teams coordinator according to dave bar two um in the southeastern conference which i'm sure puts him as one of the best in the country too so dave bar yep. two on the farm bureau insurance guest line all right so with with <sighs> How big of an upgrade 
was was Ole Miss's defensive coordinator hire with Pete Golding? Pretty significant. Oh, from from, from uh, who did they? Who now that yeah, it, it, it was because they lost Durkin two years ago to A and M, right? And then they brought Crum and somebody else. It was two co defensive and nobody. Yeah. Uh, they took they took a risk. Uh, I don't know who was actually. I can't remember exactly who was calling the plays. Crum had one year under his belt with West Kentucky, and he had a lot of promise. But again, we don't get too far over our skis on first and second year guys. Mm-hmm. You know that that's we we do that, and we we Doug Belk this thing who went top ten defense with Houston two years ago, then dropped to bottom twenty defense the very next year. You know, sample size, baby, sample size. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there wasn't much to be excited about for Durkin being replaced. Now with Golding, Golding and Durkin, they're not that far apart. On their career grades, uh, Golding is a 75.8. I believe Durkin is 73-something. There's not a lot of differentiation uh, between where Golding has been and where Durkin's been. So I I think that's a – I'll call that a wash, but it was a big-time upgrade from where they were a year ago. Okay, so there you go, Ole Miss fans. You've got a tougher schedule. Um, because you dropped Kentucky at home and you get Georgia on the road. However, you upgraded, and it was a significant upgrade, your defensive mm-hmm. coordinator with Pete Golding. So now there's concern about the personnel, and he's not coaching Alabama players, but we're going to see how it adjusts and so on and so forth for um, for Ole Miss and Lane Train's staff. Dave Bartu on the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. This article's on 247 Sports. So you can go through it, lunch break, happy hour later. You can look at it. That's where I'm getting Philip Montgomery, the number one quarterback coach uh, in the SEC. He's Hugh Freeze's QB coach. That's where I'm getting Pete Limbo, number one special teams coach, South Carolina. Dave Bartu and Adam put this together and linked up with 247 Sports. And and this is the first where you, where you see this, where it's actually – and how many uh, – Coaches, have you ranked since 2009, Bartu? You dropped that on us last uh, Thursday. Oh, yeah. Since 2009, uh, I think it's uh, 15,182 different guys are in our system. They're, they're individual <laughs> seasons and their entire careers. So there, there isn't a guy that's worn a headset over the last 14 years that I can't tell you a story about him. <laughs> okay. one. I've got a minute and a half, two minutes. How close yeah. was the... Kiffin was ranked number two OC, but there's like a bunch of guys right there, right? Napier and some other dudes in the in the oh, yeah. that are they're, within they're, striking they're, distance. Oh, they're all in the mix. But here's the thing, right? Who's coming to town probably next year? Texas and Oklahoma, Oklahoma. right? Steve Sarkeesian's ahead of Lane Kiffin. Okay, Steve, Steve will bump all, all things equal. You know, right? Now, if nothing changes, and Texas offense will still probably be awesome because they don't play nobody. Right. And, you know, so well, not seriously. Come on, dude. I mean, you know, the only top 25 recruiter they're playing this year is, is Oklahoma. And, and they don't, and they don't have an offensive or defensive coordinator or head coach. They would even sniff this list. All right. So uh, they got a bunch of good support guys. They just got no coordinators. Uh, um, but Sarkeesian would be number two. And then Pete Kajkowski would be the number one DC from Texas. When he comes over. Wow. Will easily have the best grade uh, in the NFL as a, a DC. So th- this list, uh, this this first annual one with two four seven and CBS Sports, uh, there's going to be a lot of changes next year. There's a lot of good coaches coming over uh, on both sides of the football from Texas and Oklahoma. 
We'll leave it there. Dave Bartu on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, Dave, thanks for fitness in between picking cherries and uh, your, I think you said bull elk or something that you saw on Thursday. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's elk scouting and picking cherries and uh, and eating barbecue all day left over from yesterday. Oh, that's right. Dave's Dirt. You're sending me some yeah. of your seasoning. You named it Dave's Dirt yep. on, on Dave Twitter. Dirt, Dave's Dirt. I'll send you a pound in the mail, buddy. Okay. Matrix Analytical Solutions, but you can find Bar 2 at CFB Matrix on the Twitter. See you, Bartu. Thanks for listening to the show. Enjoy lunch today at Fleetway Market. Amazing ribs, pulled pork sandwiches, blue plates, all powered by the Market Cafe, Fleetway Market in Glugstadt. Have a great day. Also pick up a premium cigar at Havana Smoke Shop. We'll see you tomorrow.